screen. Doom, 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 back to life, back to reality, back to life, back to reality, back Real world. to life, back to reality, houses, back to Time. life, back to choose. Bohemian Housewives. Boom, boom. With deep Western roots. Back to life. Back to reality. And one day. Life. Back to. They were airlifted. Bop. 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 Into Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Life. Back to reality. In Cookville. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to life. Bop, bop, back to reality. Bop, bop. These bop, bop, are bop, bop, their bop, bop, stories. Bop, 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 bop. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Cheers. <laughs> Dr. Klaver. <laughs> Ms. Oh. Besser. Hello. Hello. I love Hello. you. I miss you. I miss you. It's so nice oh. to see you right there in the studio in it your feels- usual spot. And I'm in my virtual usual spot. It looks- as far as I know, I'm sitting right across from you. Yeah, it feels Fine. that way. Just normal stuff. And also the, the the door frame behind you is framed by the the window that's like furthest from the entrance door mm-hmm. and so it feels like just sort of a continuation like oh I painted my wall red right exactly yeah just, it's just the new look of the studio it's just, a it's little, just yeah. how this side of the studio looks right we just, white walls it's red a, walls yeah it's a statement wall <laughs> you know yeah. yeah is that what they call it when one wall is a different yes. color than the rest <laughs> or maybe with wallpaper it's a statement wall but now a statement wall isn't it's nec- it's a, it's a, it's a little uh passe <laughs> at this point however the studio gets to do whatever the hell it wants to do what's new in wallpaper um oh wow well <laughs> honestly what is new in wallpaper is like big designs like super saturated floral like shiny textured like sparkly like just like like yeah. a bathroom with just like a forest of wallpaper is kind yeah. of a is a thing right now I mean, I'm glad I asked. I mean, I'm glad you asked too because I know these kind of things. I bet I'm not the only one wondering too. I'm sure you're not. And and people are. I actually just and you've seen pictures of this, and I'm so excited about it. But I hate the way that my bathroom looks, and you know this. And it's gross. It's so gross. Um, (laughs) It's not that gross, everybody. Okay. Well, it's like it was probably done in 1972 and hasn't been redone, and the sink comes up to like my mid thigh and it's just like pink tile like a grandma it's just so bad and the walls were kind of getting gross and so I took like because I'm a hoarder and you know we've you know gone through a lot of my stuff together because you're a good friend and you've helped me so many times um and I took all the old little hanging perfect little things with the uh the only criteria was women or nature Mm. and so now I have I think like 30 pieces, not that many, but like 20 pieces hanging in the walls. They look I want so good. everything covered. Yeah. And the, the highlight is the Cindy Sherman's that you gave me that I finally found a frame for. I'm so happy. Yeah. Oh, Where did you find the frame? On uh, Online. I mean, I just yeah. finally like- Internet. I, it's got I, everything. You know, what did, it's 
the whole deal. Like everybody's obsessed with it for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so those are up and they look super dope. And I'm doing some, there's a couple, I actually just got on Etsy a picture of a young witch straddling a, this is like an 1870s actual illustration, Mm. straddling a um, broom while being bathed by an old witch in getting prepared for Sabbath and full moon. So she's going up in the bathroom. Yes, she is. She's she's coming. She was $9.97. She's coming to get cleaned in my bathroom. So I'm excited about that. I love it. Staten yeah. walls in the bathroom. Yeah, just taking it over. Just there's yeah. no like threat of like steam damage. <laughs> you know, that is a great question. And I've thought about it and I think there is a threat. And I've had stuff in there that has mm-hmm. done fine. Mm-hmm. I haven't covered the walls. Mm-hmm. I have put a co- the um Cindy Sherman's are next to the door. So like they're kind of the furthest from potential flood from the ceiling, which has happened. Uh, (laughs) The water's coming from all directions. It's coming from everywhere. (laughs) And I do think that I have a powerful fan Mm -hmm. and crack the, you know, I, and I also don't shower very frequently. Well, that, that'll do it. It's fine. You know, like it's fine. So I do think, um, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. There's a couple things that I am sort of like going to take note of and I can replace with like a postcard or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also got a uh, fake Golden Girls album cover. Oh, it's 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 a fake album cover for um, Thank You for Being a Friend, the intro. It's, that's amazing. I'll put a picture on her Instagram because it's literally the greatest thing that's I've, that I've ever seen. I also got that on Etsy. So those are the two big Etsy purchases for the okay. bathroom. I was going to say, like, is this bathroom project also an excuse to buy everything amazing that you ever find on the internet? And you're like, I don't know. I've got this big stack of stuff. Uh, I, I better yeah. put it up. There is like a 1970s Barbie ad that has mm-hmm. one Barbie with bangs and long blonde hair mm-hmm. and a chic as hell outfit. And the, and the caption <laughs> Barbie, says, she's chic as hell. Chic as hell. No, it says, it says um, Barbie, it's so unbelievable. It says, Barbie is America's number one doll. Hmm. Big space. There is no number two. <laughs> wow. I was like, okay, Barbie, go ahead. Like, I should, that, that's $17 or 20 And I was like, that's too much to spend. Like, I can't, like a $9 witch straddling a fucking broom and getting bathed by an old witch is like, that's, that's, that's so good. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, the Barbie. Everything is amazing, but it just, I need to take a, I have plenty of stuff to put up as we know. Sure. So, yeah. 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 Thank you for letting me give you this uh, material design update because you know how much I love to talk about <laughs> No, it's very exciting to learn about new developments in Bohemian Housewifery at the studio. Yeah. yeah. As you can see, there's dishes as fuck <laughs> lined up right here as you would. We never would have known. We would have just thought those were some pots and pans that you were just cooking out of. Well, there is that mug there. <laughs> nah, dude, there's like 10 mugs in a row. <laughs> no, I, um, I'm glad because fuck housework. It's just not my job. So boring. Fucking so, so boring. boring. <laughs> Until you don't have anything left to eat with is when, and now is the time. I used my last mug today, so I need to, I don't have any more spoons or knives or forks, so it's good. So that's when you put them in the bathtub because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't want to shower anyway. You don't want to steam up all the... <laughs> 
<laughs> new Etsy purchases. Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> and also like sponge bathing in the kitchen, actually. So like do the dishes in the, in the bathroom. Please tell me you sponge bathe. It's like, no, no. It's like a cool October thing just, to do. Just quick. <laughs> So wait, yeah, let's back up. Here it is. It's October. The last time we had an episode was July. So it's been, you know, three months. Yeah, it's been a season. I mean, not on course with the- A season season. of our lives has passed. Yeah. Yeah. It's lots of changes have happened. Can we, uh, where are you coming from right now? Many changes. As uh, you may have heard in the intro, I'm in Cookville, Tennessee. Tennessee, motherfuckers. Halfway between Knoxville and Nashville, off I-40. You look for the big, giant, glowing cross on the side of the freeway. And the sign that says, we respect our police officers. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Wow. It's, I, so I don't know if we're ready to have a, what is the South like conversation, but, and I don't know if you're ready, like if it's even absorbed enough, but you have said, and like, it's just a wild experience. Yeah. You'll like certainly culture shock happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. All sorts of things. I mean, like I'm teaching in the deep Bible belt. That's a lot different from teaching in New Jersey, for example. (laughs) (laughs) New Jersey. (laughs) I can't even. Jersey. Just just, like slightly different. Because I can't do the accent, I'm just trying to do the. Just in New Jersey, I might be doing the Bronx. I don't know. Yeah. We, we're more liberal in New Jersey, but yeah, right. it's a tri-state area accent. Tri-state, yeah. we're doing tri-state. All right, okay. <laughs> I haven't performed, so I'm a bad improviser now. Okay, um, so, so that's yeah, deep, be wild. deep Bible Belt, and um, you know, I was in Bowling Green for seven months. I was sort of used to being in a small town, but a small town in the South is a whole different thing. Yeah, and then like even just kind of like getting around um, on foot as driving. I like to do has been somewhat difficult because the sidewalks just end <laughs> randomly in the middle of the street. That's, and and yeah. most streets don't have sidewalks at all. And so you if I want to like go for a walk and like listen to headphones or whatever, I have to like walk on the opposite side of the street so that I see the cars coming in uh-huh. me. And then I have to like go in the ditch every time. <laughs> comes by and that's like my new walking routine i mean i could just stick to the main roads but like sometimes i like a little no, you side gotta, ramble you side here ramble. i am and on the plateau the upper cumberland as as they say as you know might be. and um yeah so cookville's on a plateau in, in the mountains here in tennessee and um you know like it's pretty it, it's hilly yeah. it's nice but if you want to walk, you basically have to like drive right. to a state park and like go for a hike. Like that's how people go for walks here. And otherwise you just got to dodge yeah. cars on the street all the time and um, jump into the ditch when they come. So yeah, go into the ditch. I know that uh, when George O'Keefe was living in Texas, like North <laughs> Texas. Segue. <laughs> I just got that feeling like my life reminds someone of George this is what I want you to know. Great feeling. Yeah, I'm so glad. Um, when she was teaching in, I think it was North Texas. I'm not sure. It, it could be fucking anywhere Texas, but I don't think it was. I think it was North Texas um, or maybe Central. Who the fuck knows? She would, because it was the 
teens or something or the twenties. I don't fucking know. Cause I'm bad at that kind of stuff, but she would just walk, like just choose a direction and start walking. Cause there weren't sidewalks and there weren't even roads so much. So she would just walk and something about the jumping in the ditch made me feel like her and her like monochromatic outfits of like super modernism that I'm just like mm-hmm. super obsessed with that exhibit at the Brooklyn museum was perfect. Um, <laughs> It was so good. Um, But she, this I learned from her biography, she would just walk in any direction. And I feel like obviously in 2017, that's it. There's a different, Mm -hmm. uh, you can't really just walk in any direction. But where the sidewalk ends, Where you are end? not just a book by Shel Silver, not just Shel Silver, by Becca Claver, <laughs> by Becca Claver. That's why it's so great. But like, you could, you sort of can do any direction. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Right. It just anyway. No, I want. No, it, to- it feels like a a giant fucking metaphor every time. You know, yeah. I'm like, right. here I am. Do, 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 do. The sidewalk is ended. Where do I go now, life? What do I do now? And you know, like I have been kind of walking in every direction. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Jump on over to Ohio. Going to check this out. Hop down. Go give Tennessee a quick. You know, one year ago I was living in Brooklyn and it's like, it's wild. It's wild. I don't know what's going on. Don't know. Don't have my bearings, but. I do think that that is the absolute, like the sidewalk ends and that's, is absolutely like the metaphor of this year. I mean, you, you know, so, mm-hmm. hi. Georgia O'Keefe metaphors. Yeah, Georgia O'Keefe oh, metaphors. I, yeah. God bless her. I mean, oh, what a, what a lady. What a lady. Mm. Yeah, so what's life like in New York these days? It's a little hot and muggy. It's, um, you know me, I'm ready. I've been ready for uh, cold weather since May. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> <laughs> since, since it barely started turning warm. That's what you're since saying. Since it got 70, I was ready for cold again. And um, so my hands are sweating. Like, I'm hot right now. Yeah, um, but my windows are open. I don't, like, have the AC on. Um, it was, I think it peaked at, like, 80 today. But it's a little muggy. We've had a couple days that were nice. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I'm 85 years old and start with how's New York by the weather, just so you know. <laughs> I'm, I feel that that's what's happening right now. <laughs> No, and, it's important, and that's an yeah. It's it is an important, but it's been very clear skies, so it's been real sunny and blue, yeah, which is pretty. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's busy. It's always it's busy. I have been um, something that's new in my life since we've casted is I'm going to therapy, which is just making me feel um, like it. I am um, raw, like a, like I've been peeled and yeah. have been put on an operating table yeah. without anesthesia until oh, further salt. notice. Just and just and then yeah and there's just a just a kind of a sprinkling of salt that happens uh, and that every couple hours and then you dry out but you're still raw so but because so but I'm happy about it and it's like up it's on uh, Broadway and like between 25th and 26th Mm -hmm. so it's interesting because like you know as you have places in New York City to go those walks become parts of your life. And a lot of my life because of like UCB and comedy stuff is like 8th Ave, 7th Ave, 34th Street. Like it's just kind of gross over there. 
and this I'm ta- I'm taking the four or five to Union Square, and I'm walking up Broadway. The whole, and and so that's like by Flatiron. There's just like some kind. It's touristy. There's like you hear French and other language. Like you're hearing other things go on, but it's not like Times Square madness. It's kind of like more low key. There's outdoor seating at little cafes, and mm-hmm. there's parks with art installations. And I think Ai Weiwei's. Um, I think he has like 300 sculptures coming down in New York City like wow. this month. Wow. And I think I saw one of them in Union Square today. I don't, they're like all being unveiled properly, I think, next week or something. But I think one of – who knows? Maybe that wasn't his. Um, but, you know, there's stuff going on. There's thing Madison Square Park always has – it's what'd you say? They've got Italy. Italy. Oh yeah. Italy. I don't, I, I usually just sit in the park and eat like a sandwich, but I could go get a glass of wine at Italy and have some, a cheese plate. Why not? Yeah. So it's just this like nice, like up Broadway walk. And it's really, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm really enjoying it. I love yeah. it. It's really, I, I love my therapist, but I also like this, uh, like engaging with the city and just like this kind of, you know, Union Square, um, farmer's market's happy now. The plants are out. It's just yeah. like, yes, New York. Okay. So Sounds so nice. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So that's a nice little New York anecdote that I'm and experiencing. Like it's kind of part of the therapy, you know, I always felt like when I was walking yes. with my therapist in Brooklyn, I would walk like half an hour to Grand Army Plaza yes. and then half an hour back. And I was like, oh, right. Like this is like reflection time. You know, they've awesome. got sidewalks here and I can use them as much as I want available to the public and sure uh-huh like, I don't have to go all Georgia O'Keefe I can keep on shit yeah uh-huh. and just uh and hard lefts hard rights so yeah, yeah it was like you know like think about what am I gonna talk about at therapy yes what's going on what's on my mind yes <laughs> it was a lot of stuff and then on the way back it'd be like decompress yeah right. just kind of let process. it go let it go yeah um, yeah so it, it's it is I think it's part of the therapy yeah to, like come out and be like oh like yeah I'm in the city yes I'm go buy a tomato at the yeah. farmer's market exactly because yeah. I can yeah I'm, I'm just gonna woman <laughs> I'm a free ass woman I'm gonna buy fucking tomatoes at the farm market in the middle of New York City and it's going to be I mean (laughs) I'm going to let them rot I'm just going to let them rot on my fucking countertop because I can't and that's (laughs) like what I call it stewed tomatoes That's funny. That's sweet. I'm uh, glad. Yep. Stewed. I think I have a couple stewed tomatoes on my counter. (laughs) (laughs) They're naturally stewed. Slow, that's, slow how I, that's how I sell it to my my customers who come for like private dinners. I'm like uh, naturally stewed tomatoes. They're like, what's so funky? I'm like, yeah, I know that's the natural. That's the thing. That's what's hot right now. <laughs> yeah, that and wallpaper, guys. Exactly. <laughs> Bold, sparkly wallpaper and naturally stewed tomatoes. <laughs> Letting your tomatoes turn on your counter and serving them. Yes, if you. Want. If you want to know how to do how to be, you've come yeah. to the right place. <laughs> Listen, I am the Tell queen. Of it. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, girl. I miss oh, <laughs> it's like I just miss you so bad. Sometimes <laughs> I think about you and I just start to cry. I just, <laughs> <laughs> just to be honest. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. <laughs> I know. It, it doesn't feel right. It's confusing. It's, it's there's so many parts of it that feel dumb as fuck. So but it it's sense. also this feels so natural. Yeah. And I know that I'm looking at a computer, but it also feels one time my sister Rachel and I um spent a Friday night 
here we are. Mm -hmm. Um, for six hours and uh, listeners, we're not going to do that to you, but, um, for six hours over Google chat on Facebook, like uh, looking at each other's faces, like on a computer and we just poured wine and had fun and hung out and we're like, we could have just gone to each other's houses. We both live in New York, but we didn't, we hung out online and guess what? It was awesome. So this is fun. This is fun, but I also, why couldn't I just like be flown to New York every weekend? Well, that's why we, I mean, maybe we, I'm not a, we should start. And honestly, at Real Housewives at Bohemia, Real Housewives of Bohemia at gmail.com, let us know if you think that a Kickstarter would work a or a GoFundMe. Or, or maybe we money. finally tell those ad people, yeah, let, let's take it. It would take ads. until 2100 and million <laughs> to get. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the problem. It's like, that's what, that's the thing is that once, once, um, one of us becomes Instagram poetry famous, Mm. we can, uh, start a, uh, we can just fund ourselves and, or have people pay us to do this, which I think they will. I believe that. Yeah. You've always believed it. Yeah. They're going to pay us at some point. A decent, not, I mean, no shade to the people who have offered to us before but like <laughs> so. so so yeah yeah, yeah. we're going to become yeah one of us may or may I'm not look at this dedication like we figured out zoom you've got a video format audio format yeah. Yeah. all the we have format. a new website too dude i keep oh forgetting my God. i know oh that's what i was gonna Post put on the list that. yes Please announce. Well, we have a new website. Check it out. Realhousewithbohemia.com. Just as you would hope the URL would be. Yeah. And it's it's awesome because we take awesome pictures is the only reason why. It's awesome because Lauren built it out of all of our cover photos. Yeah, it was great. It was super fun. It was great. But it also goes along with our new thing. I mean, you guys, Mm -hmm. we may or may not decide to make this video. We don't know. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna experience what we feel is right or is not right. And if you really want it to be video, and we decide against it after this, let us know. You know our email address. Um, but we're thinking about it. We're experiencing and experimenting. So um, I need more wine, though. Great, go uh, for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just because we live in two different states doesn't mean we can't make the podcast even better than it ever was before, which is what's about to happen when we drop this video. That's what's about to happen when we drop this fucking video. I'm also, I'm wearing Chicago Bulls shorts right oh, now. Oh, cool. Let's see. Yeah. Nice. We can see them now. Oh, yeah. Really cool. Congrats. <laughs> Do you guys, uh, in speaking of Chicago, Common Sense from the City of Wind is dating Angela Rye, and it's blowing my brain. We don't really need to go into it too much, but it gives me hope. Okay. World and I'm so thankful. And it makes me honestly believe in love. And like, I, you know that I don't often like to believe in love or think that it exists. You've been and- going back and forth for a full season now, you know, and whether you believe in love and sometimes you insist you don't. Sometimes you write Facebook posts about how you do. And I've been following it. I've been tracking it. So October, early October, Lauren Besser, do you believe in love? I believe in the possibility because of Common and Angela Rye. I don't know if I believe. Yeah, no, I believe in the possibility 
creativity because of them. I think I do. I don't, I think it might be literally a decade before I find love, but I do, or even have any interest in finding love, but I do, because of them, maybe it can happen. Nice. Nice. I know some of my friends are deeply in love and tell me, girl, it's going to happen. Don't worry. Like you've got this. And it's like, I'm not, I'm actually not that worried. I, um, you've got nothing to worry about. I don't give a, I kind of don't care. Like I, like I just, at this point I don't care really. And, and then the people who are in love are like very upset. They're like, oh my God, she's gotten to the point where she doesn't even care about love. <laughs> in love. And it's, it's like, I, maybe it's not that baby. serious. Okay. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I've got other things Go going on. Market. Like, Come yeah, on. like sex is fun, but like, I don't know if I need to be in love right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's complicated. What's the whole shebang? You know yeah. Hi guys, I'm Garth. How's it going? Garth, <laughs> I wouldn't I won't leave you. I mean, I guess I need to kind of like this is a little more like that's pretty good Garth actually for kind of like an instant Garth. I'm wearing a Wayne shirt though. Black. I'm wear, I well now I've betrayed everybody by having my hair blonde and I I was gonna try to put on a hat and should be Wayne, but um now you betrayed everybody. Oh right. <laughs> no, they knew. Our listeners did not just Oh everybody knows I'm blonde. Yeah, yeah for sure. We got our cover photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've they've and, and frankly, if they didn't know, like get with it. Yeah, it's it. been a long time. I mean, it's been a long time since I've been blonde. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. Now you're full blonde. You're doing I'm very and look at how this shit is long as hell. It's really long. I am not everybody's hair is getting long. You know, it's like uh, you know, you've been away too long because you just like keep seeing like pictures of your friends' hair and you're like And they look different. Your hair gets so long. Have I really been gone all that time? Yeah. Like I I was saying to you before, like when I was in Ohio, I kind of felt like I was on like sabbatical or like study abroad. I felt that was coming back to New York, of course, in the fall when school starts, you know, forever on the academic calendar. And then when I moved to Tennessee, I was confused. I was like, wait, like, aren't aren't I going back to New York? And that's like, I was in a tropical depression for a while, literal and figurative. And now I'm kind of like, all right, like, just like try to keep your heart open. Try to like see what's going on around you and be available to it. So now that's the stage I'm in. It's not easy. It's like, you know, but like I'm trying to just be like, you don't know. Like you have had no idea for years now what life was about to hand you. So why don't you go along for the ride, you know? You're such an inspiration. You are. You just are. You're just an inspiration. I mean, opening one's heart is, you know, I don't even feel like my heart's open and I'm talking about, I have no skin. I'm on an operating table and there's a salt shower that happens every couple of minutes and happens on my, and uh, you know, the creaking of the open heart. Like I, I know that you had salt showers. I know that, you know, like, and, and to see that after salt showers can come. Yeah. Life's so weird. weird. It just keeps turning, man. Yeah, it is. I don't know why I'm so surprised by that, but I'm like constantly surprised. Like, oh, right. Like things aren't the same as they used to. Right. Over uh-huh. and over again. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's I mean, always, I guess for some people, it is always the same, you know. So, 
you know, sometimes you have to decide for it to be otherwise or go to a lot of therapy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> or both. It's like, that's. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, um, I'm excited to talk about a post that you made today and something that I've been thinking a lot about just yeah. independently, but we are very connected in our hearts and spirits. And we're probably communicating telepathically about it anyway. Um, but uh, Instagram poetry, as I, t- I texted to you, pop poetry, that's probably a real thing. But yeah. I think like I was just like trying to make a joke. Yeah, it's popular. It's on the New yeah, York Times bestseller list. Yeah, it's, it's page. It's yeah. poetry that's, yeah. yeah. And um, I've been engaging I in some poetry reading. I read Milk and Honey by Ruby Core a, a while ago. And I loved it so much. I felt like I was experiencing my um, heart open in ways. It, she, it's very accessible um, to a lot of really in, feeling stuff to mm-hmm. me. Um, I just got The Sun and Her Flowers. I read Bone by Yersa Daly Ward. How will you and hold it up? That's the new book. This is the new one. Mm-hmm. And oh, then one. I've um, seen the first one with the black cover with yeah. the white olive. Yeah, it's a great, yeah. it's a, it's a, they're great. They're a good pair. Um, and then I did Bone um, by Yersa Daily Ward, which. So she's another Instagram poet? She, um, Nayira Wahid had posted, I think, had posted a, some Bone stuff. Or, or no, 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 maybe that's not. I think when I followed. Mm. On Instagram, Nayira mm-hmm. Wahid, um, Nayira Wahid, um, who wrote Salt, this one. Nice. Um, then they, they were like, follow uh-huh. Daily Ward. And I was like, great. And maybe there's been some like reposting or something like that. And then I saw Bone at a, where, wherever, whatever bookstore I was, and I read it in a night. And it just, it like filled my heart. It felt, um, when I finished it, I felt like, it was like having honey poured over my head and lava mm. poured down my throat. It just like felt like engaging, yeah. but like calming, it's but like poems? fiery. It's poems. Yeah. And it's Can I see what the pages look like? Yes. Okay. Can I tell you right now that you that was the most the sweetest, most <laughs> like I have okay. I just, thank you we've got that. we've got video now, so there's I just want to see the pages. So, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, nice. But there's oh, now some that are a lot. Bigger. Yeah, and then uh-huh. there's some that are tiny. Yeah, and there's some that I circled whole. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I should just circle could, something whole. Oh God, that's yeah. a beautiful phrase. Yeah, yeah. Just Every poet whole, should want her poem to be circled whole. Yeah, and shout out to you for using like this one. Um, I don't know. This is circled whole. So I, this is um, things that can take twenty years and a bad liver to work out. Number two, see nobody warns you about yourself. The red in your eye, the trap in your mouth. The person who hurts you the most in the end will be you. Almost every time you. You'd better learn to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself instantly. It's a skill you're going to need until you die. Okay. So, hi, Yursa. Nice to meet you. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly because I love you <laughs> deeply. And I haven't heard anyone say your name, and so I'm just reading it. Could and I please tell the truth? Is there anyone yeah. <laughs> here who could tell the truth, maybe? That's how I, I'm just like, oh, that's how I feel. Yeah. When, and I haven't read Salt yet, but I've engaged in Instagram around Salt. and. Um, 
I feel the same way about milk and honey and about the sun and her flowers. And it's, I don't engage in poetry very often. I do because of you. I obviously read your poetry and some poetry that you've suggested. I used to read it all the time. Lots of Sharon Olds, as you know, Louise Gluck, like I just kind of the college stuff that you're taught and that you grab onto and then I held onto. And I'm so thankful, uh, Lucille Clifton, Blessing mm-hmm. of the Boats, that's one, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so thankful to these books and to that, but I, I, and I'm so thankful to you and your friends for engaging me in poetry in ways that I don't feel like I engage on my own. But because of these ladies, I feel like it's, I, I, it's, I haven't been introduced to it. It's just something that has been shown to me via social media. Mm-hmm. And um, I've wondered if it's, something that sort of like poo-pooed in like oh, yeah. super intellectual ways, oh, which yeah. you were talking about earlier and I can't <laughs> yeah. wait to know more. And yet I feel set on fire by reading it because I feel like I am not alone. I feel like, oh my God, someone's speaking truth. And it has also, which I'm nervous to say, but I've started writing poetry again. Like Aww. I used to write poetry when I was a, a teenager. Best, and I the best it's, thing that could possibly happen. Uh, yeah. It feels like I feel like free and like in this way that like I can write something that I would write in 15 pages in an essay in like 10 words in a poem. <laughs> and it just yeah. feels... Yeah. so beautiful and so accessible and also so real and so like to the fucking point <laughs> like it yeah. just, yes it's been i am so deeply grateful truly to you and and to your influence on me and to and then also to this space of instagram poetry and so yeah. that's my my segue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into that conversation I mean, that's so beautiful. It's like the fact that it's making you want to write, like that's it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, that's everything. And okay, I have several things to say. I need to know it all. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, like the way that you describe what you get from that poetry and how it's helped you, like nothing can touch that. Like no- no intellectual critique is more important to me than that. Like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And like, also like you were just like an amazing spokesperson for poetry in general. <laughs> I feel right now it was like you were giving like a, like, like a po- poetry marketing speech. Like you can take this thing that you used to take a whole essay to write. You could just Yes. And that was really beautiful. (laughs) And you also reminded me of one of my definitions of what a poet is. And, you know, maybe the definition right now that matters to me most, um, which is that a poet is someone who tells the truth. A poet is a truth teller, you know? So like at some point I recognize like, I'm a pretty shy person, but sometimes in public I will like say something a little obnoxious, like kind of loud, and like people are like, oh, shut up. you know, like they're kind of like <laughs> they're kind of like shushing me. And at some point I realized that like my urge to do that is the mm. same as my urge to write poetry, which is like I just like want to say the thing that everyone's mm-hmm. thinking and feeling, you know, like I just want to say it, like yep. can we just say it, you know? Yes. And so I think that like the fact that these poets have millions of 
Instagram followers and their books are like putting poetry back on the New York Times bestseller list. Like, yes. like how, like, what can you say? It's like, also, if this is bringing people to poetry, you know, like, yeah. I really believe because I'm a teacher on top of being a poet, like that there are gateway poets. Mm. I liked poets when I was young that like, I'm embarrassed to admit that I liked, you know, but, and it's like, mm-hmm. but I don't regret reading them. It's just yeah. like they yeah. lead you to the next thing, to the next thing. And that yes. doesn't mean you have to have like an ever evolving, sophisticated taste in poetry. It just means like, here's your way into yes. this world. Totally. Kind of an amazing world right now in terms of like, yes. you know, like all sorts of different stuff being on the internet and like being connected to social media and just like kind of being out there. So I will defend it. I'm basically I'm going through my defense of Instagram poetry I'm right so now. Happy. I've I've started laying it out. Um, the other big part of it is um, as this is the part I, I can just tell. What I this is the part I like the most because I'm so into it. Okay, because this is what I okay keep going. Go, good to go. Sorry, <laughs> as longtime listeners may know, I am a defender of poets such as. James Franco. Oh, snap. Such <laughs> as Bob Dylan. Hey, oh. Hey. Um, so there are a lot of people that will say, you know, that did say and continue to say Bob Dylan doesn't deserve the Nobel Prize in Literature. He's not a poet. He's not a writer. Da, 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 da. He's a musician. Okay. So there are people who will say that and to me, that's just like a too narrow idea of what counts as poetry, and I, I agree. dismiss it on those yes. grounds. Um, and I then, second. <laughs> and then, in the case of James Franco, his poetry is really bad. <laughs> it's bad. I've never read it. I don't know because I just, you know, I engage with him in the ways that I do, but it's, not necessarily. It's definitely bad. But you want to know what's good? His artistic adventurousness, um, his willingness to try many genres and media, and (laughs) his restlessness going from program to program, idea to idea, craft to craft, satisfied, always continually evolving. He's, you know, he's on a journey. He's on on an artistic journey that we- No one's going to stop him, not even Hollywood, you know? And we'll be, no. we'll be coming back. That's just one thing that's going yeah. on with James Franco yeah. right now. He's fitting into my theory of Instagram poetry. We've got yeah. more though. Just hold yeah. tight. You're yeah, going yeah, yeah. to get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when some people say like something isn't poetry, like to me that rings a lot of bells. And like those are two white guys I just mentioned. But like from reading interviews with poets, like from the black arts movement, like just from kind of like before women's poetry was really published in mass. It's like, I've heard so many women poets say, um, and poets of color say like their poems that they were writing weren't even treated as poetry. Like it wasn't like, Oh, you're writing bad poems. Those are poems, but they're bad. And right. instead, like- they got told like, this isn't poetry. And so my aesthetic is the include everything aesthetic. This is the title of my dissertation. So I think poetry should always be more inclusive and we should expand our ideas of what counts as poetry at every turn. And so the idea that like people are using social media as a platform and an art form at the same time is just beautiful. It's like, of course that's what this moment has brought. And like, Mm. you know, 
whether you want to call it good or bad, like doesn't matter. It's like the judgment of the form, the style, the medium, and then how that so often happens to women of color and like, you know, of course, of course, it's like, of course, yes. being a woman of color are the others. I'm not sure. Yes. I, I yeah. believe so. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, I felt, uh, when we were texting today and you were like, I just posted something and I was in a brave Facebook to check it out because I, it, I was like, as soon as you were like, I just posted something about that. I was like, yeah, you know what? This just feels like a, uh, uh, like not including this feels like a bunch of white dudes with MFAs pissed about how much debt they have. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. you know what? Like, you know, like it's just, now, thing. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> like, it feels like, Oh, so this woman is telling truth mm-hmm. and she's having parties t- to release her book in the way that truly, as we've talked about, uh, poets can only literally dream. It's a like, oh, yeah. one- in Money, every 10 million poets, fans, yeah. it's never gonna, it, it doesn't happen like that. And then to yeah. see, a, and, and she, and Ruby talks about how tiny she is in this book mm. and to see like this tiny woman of color in that space that is reserved for men, mm. in particular white men, it must just enrage motherfuckers. Mm. And I love it. Yeah. And yeah, like I'm, I feel as a non-academic po- poet, poetry lover, like, mm-hmm. and possibly, you know, and writer of poetry. I don't know if I can uh, identify myself as a poet, but it's it if you want it. I got to work on it. I'm going <laughs> to, this new season, we're going to try to see if like how that works. But, um, but it does, it, 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 uh, it feels accessible to me in, a, in ways that there's some poetry that I want to engage with. Like even Louise Gluck, which I read in college and I haven't read in a long, long time. Yeah. But I remember like I had to use my brain to access it. I yeah. was, it wasn't just like said to me. In a, not that I'm not using my brain with this, but I feel like it's shown to me in a way that opens up my heart mm-hmm. without having to solve a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes, especially the way that my brain works, I, um, I'm, I, I had to take like, uh, uh, what was it? Reason in, in reason in language or language and reason or something like four times as a math class, because like mm-hmm. even putting words together and like, uh, mm-hmm. having to look at words as like a math problem really bends my brain. Yeah. And so it's helpful. Anyway, I, uh, I want to engage like that, but it does feel like this is sort of an entry space. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm reading poetry now and I'm feeling the ways that it feels. And now I can jump into something that's maybe a little, uh, fragmented or something because my brain's already in that sort of train of thought and it feels awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, what, what can you <laughs> think about, right? Like, uh, yeah. it's reminding me of when I taught one of my favorite teaching jobs ever of all time was teaching poetry in the schools to third, fourth and fifth graders. <sighs> And those kids, they hadn't yet had like a middle school or a high school teacher who made them afraid of poetry, who like taught poetry as a puzzle or a riddle and like Uh not just as something that could give you pleasure or help you feel, which it can also be, you know, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all those things. Yep. Um, And so like they hadn't gone through that yet and they 
weren't afraid of poetry. This was in Chicago, by the way. God fucking God bless you. Elementary, shout out. And so I would go to these third, fourth, and fifth grader classrooms every Friday, and we would write, like, read poems together and then write poems together. And then I remember I asked them once, I can't remember what grade, um, I think maybe it was third, like, who in here is a poet? And they all, like, raised their hands, and they all identified as poets, like, just because they were writing poems. I'm doing it. You know, they're like, of course, like, I'm a poet. Like, look at these poems. Why wouldn't I be? Writing for weeks together, you know? Uh And so, like, I saw them, like, back up. Uh, the fact that you asked them that question is just, I wish I could touch your hand right now. I wish I could just like touch your skin. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I think everybody, yeah. maybe everybody is a poet. And I think it's like that's- stomped out of you. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm, so many things get stomped out of us. My God, it feels yeah. very, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like there are people who never read poems, but they'll write poems, you know? It's like yeah. people are more likely to be poets than poetry readers, I think. Um, sure, that makes sense. Which is also sense. fine, you know? Yeah. yeah. See, look at her go. Look at this cool <laughs> teacher. <laughs> I'm very, so much. Very yeah. loose ideas. Real loose. Poetry real. The wall, who can write it, who the poet is. Very yeah. loose. Very loose. Very loose. I need that influence. I get very like rigid in certain things. Um, A lot of people do. And it's because like categories help us make sense of things, you know, it's like they're useful to a certain extent, but a lot of it is just like enlightenment era bullshit that we don't need anymore. We can cast it off. There she goes. There she is again. Uh, Today, my therapist said to me, the devil and angel on my shoulders, I said, felt like the they were smashing my brain to get to each other to fight. And she said, well, that makes sense that they're smashing together because they're the same voice. Wow. And that feels like sort of this idea, like what you're she saying. Said is like, that second part or she did? She did. Wow. She said the second part. Oh, it makes sense because those two voices are the same. They both care about you. They both X, they both this. And I was like, and so, and so anyway, the, just the idea of different ideas, like th- this rigid idea, there's an angel and a devil on your shoulders. There's two things that you give up. It's like, all of a sudden it's like, no, nah, that doesn't even, that's not even true. There's only you. It's all just. Break down the binary. Break down the binary. Yeah. Do it. Break down the fucking binary motherfuckers. Yeah. And always. And always. Oh, Once you start Jesus. breaking down the binary, you know, like you can start with gender and then you just keep going. You keep just going. Keep, yeah. You just keep going. It's everywhere. You can binary. start, you just pick it and just go and then it unfolds any, yeah. any direction. Yeah. Because the sidewalk ends. <laughs> you just start going in any direction. You don't you just go, you do anything. You just, backward on the sidewalk. You just need to go wherever you need to go. And the sidewalk just ends. Yeah. You just go to New Mexico. Why not? Go to New Mexico. <laughs> pick up Why some Pick up, just pick up, uh, pick up your feet and just walk in any direction. Walk in any direction. Wait, we've got to tell about what's going on with James Franco. I need an update because I know very little. I was in an anxiety (laughs) panic, um, so I couldn't really engage in that story, but I I do know- I do know what the end results are, but please do. I'm going to tell you, and- I need to also preface this by saying, even though I'm about to tell you about a 
Hurricane Maria relief fundraiser, I'm yes. only going to focus on James Franco. And I'm just acknowledging that that's like despicable and you should judge me for it in advance. But what, <laughs> what I know. But they raised a lot of fucking money. They, they did. did. Yeah, they, they did. Um, so what I know is that our lawyers, Sean Sebastian and Austin King, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> emailed us almost simultaneously. Yeah the invitation to this event that was a yeah. fundraiser for Hurricane Maria Relief featuring James Franco and Patty Smith. Bing bong. And then who else was it? Lady Gaga or somebody. It, 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 or somebody like, honestly, like that. I don't even know, but I think Lady Gaga is the other. Well, I like, think it might be Lady Gaga. Although she is a fucking revolutionary and we do it. We see that. Hold on. Can I get more wine? I just, yeah. And honestly, the fact that I'm not smoking cigarettes right now is I just want everyone to know that I tried to make it through this because I thought it would be gross to be smoking my hand-rolled cigarettes. And it's, um, I'm not, it's. Uh, you can I'm smoke be, a cigarette. Why not? I know because, I, but I haven't, I, ha- I have to roll it and I have to do all this stuff and I just. This is where things get crazy. This is the loose. <laughs> loose what time are we at? How much time do we have? I, I just want to check I'm, in. I'm not able to see that on Neither am I. software. Because so. I'm just seeing, but okay, okay, hold on. I'm getting okay. So, Hurricane Maria relief efforts. Our lawyers email us to let us know that some of our favorite humans will be performing at this event. And then later that night, can you hear me? later that night i checked the instagram profile of one sean sebastian and what do i see right there no he was he just has a picture of james franco on his instagram and he's like two feet away from him that he took he's two feet away from him and so being (laughs) being something that is instantly grammed i was like sean how many feet away from james franco are you right now and he's like you know oh no his response was he touched me which no that's rude which is rude don't rub it in (laughs) don't say that that's rude but also rude and inconsiderate. <laughs> I mean, give us a, give us an honest update of every single moment that you had, but also if it includes physical contact, like don't be fucking no. rude. No. <laughs> so, Sean Sebastian, congratulations on becoming the first member of the RHB crew. Rude club. <laughs> rude club slash. <laughs> to touch no, I think it's friends. just rude club. I just think it's honestly, uh, I don't even care how much money you guys raised. <laughs> it's rude club. <laughs> Um. Okay, sorry. I do, but yeah, Sean, we, I love you so much, so much. And oh my god, we love you and rude, and also fucking so rude, greedy, <laughs> greedy. I would say greedy, and also just like inconsiderate, like uh-huh. kind of like like we get it. We saw the Instagram. You don't need to say he touched me. That's rude. On top of that, he touched you. So this is gonna take a a turn in a moment because okay, um, because I'm rolling a cigarette. <laughs> Sean asked James, we're talking Sean, Sebastian, and James Franco. Oh. Sean, Sean talked to him. Not only oh. touched him. I feel choky. <laughs> I know. I'm so glad I get to tell you this story, which I just learned via text message, so I may just be like exaggerating all the re- wrong details, but that's right, fun. That's the right thing. I want to um, know your exaggerated version. I know you're out there. You and can... I want you to know I feel like we're in Paris right now, Ooh. and I don't know why, but this 
story and like what we're I don't know I just feel like we're sitting outside in Paris Do you think right it's now? my okay. red, my bloody red walls prom. you feel like we're in Paris yes problem I feel like we're in New York and it's fun there are sirens outside here too it's just like New York just like New York City <laughs> so Sean apparently went up to James and asked him for a selfie to take a selfie with him and sorry James smiled and said next time <laughs> Touched him, touched, that's when he touched him. Touched him. I don't know. I'm imagining like a pat on the arm. Oh, definite or shoulder, kind of shoulder, shoulder gra- manly like, shoulder grab. Hey man. Next time. Next time. You know so what, said Next time, which is Great. like such a, such a sweet way to say no. You know what I mean? It's no, but honestly, he is such a gem. Yeah. I mean, he's so then. How does Sean feel about that? Did he express any feelings? Or was he upset? Did he feel – Sean, let me know. Real yeah, Housewives let of us know. I think he thought it was pretty funny. I so. bet he did. And also, Sean, I'm wondering, were you both wearing the same shade of denim jean jacket? Ooh, that's such Together. a good question. I bet they were. Has it even been cold enough? Kind of dark, mm-hmm. And I think – no, I think James was in one. And I feel like yeah. I, I just – Yeah. So um, – <laughs> What's going on? Don't, just wanted you to know that was going on. But <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> what do you do with gloves over there? Trying to open something. <laughs> no biggie. Just leave me. Just keep talking. <laughs> You're doing some canning over there. Candy can cans. Um, so, okay. No more questions. Um, so you want to take a selfie. Um, but Sean did next have a whole – this is why we can't – I get next time tattooed onto my heart? <laughs> <laughs> Only you know the answer to that question. We'll find out. We'll see. We'll find out. Um, so we can't put Sean in the rude club. I'm no. taking you back. I'm taking you back because his whole plan – was to try to get a video of James like saying something about how he was a real housewife of Bohemia or how he was Yoko Ono or the original Yoko Ono or something. He had this whole plan and he was going to tell him about Sean, the podcast. you are our biggest. You, Sean, it, I mean, sorry. To, really, to go to the front lines and try to pitch our podcast to James Franco to his face is like, you, he is and the, the thing nicest is, thing James, anyone's ever done for me. Ever done for me. <laughs> Even just the intention, you know. <laughs> and it was like I was going to tell him it's an endurance art project, and they ha- they talk about what's going on with you. And I was like, yeah, I told him that in an email I wrote to him over a year ago, and he hasn't written me back. I don't know who's in the Rude Club, James. You know what, honestly, the president of the Rude Club is James. Rico. Thank you. Yeah. Honestly, it's not Sean. Sean, I do think selfies they- won't write back to emails. Hmm. Next time, it's like next time is when you are literally sitting in the studio. Like that's what's going to happen. And we're all going to get to interview him and find out what the fuck is going on <laughs> with James Franco. Because he's not on Instagram. I still a- think he's finishing his dissertation. Oh, he's got that new show too. Well, in essence, Dave Franco's in some movie or something, isn't he? We've really done our research of <laughs> what's going on with James Franco. James, we do know what's going on. We <laughs> come to RHB for the, only the latest news. Only the latest James Franco news. Um, only the latest news. It's only the latest news. Only? 
the latest news about what's going on with James Franco, a real artist. What's going on with James Franco? Real artists better run. Better run. You better fucking run. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker. 